welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. your heads for a minute. Father, in the name of Jesus, we receive your word as it comes this morning. Let illumination come. Let understanding come in clarity. In the name of Jesus, let every heart be receptive today. Sweet Holy Spirit, this moment is yours. It's given to you. Use it for your glory and your glory alone. Think through my mind. Speak through my vocals. And let God be glorified. In Jesus' name. Very briefly this morning, I want to talk to us on what I have titled, I Preach Christ. I Preach Christ. I Preach Christ. Glory to God. You know, with all the things that you know about God, He still loves you. Rather, with all the things God knows about you, He still loves you. With everything that God knows about us, He still loves us. So, if, though the Bible says that we love because He first loved us, we didn't love because we found out or figured out how to love. No, we love because he first loved us. So, our loving others is an offshoot of the love that Christ has for us. Alright? So, it means that when we find it difficult to love other people, we are denying them the love of Christ. Because in reality, we are not giving people the love that they deserve. We are giving them the love that we didn't deserve that Christ gave to us. So in essence, when we say we love people, when we say we um, go out of our way to do something for someone, we want to be a blessing to someone else, we are saying that we are only standing in between and the light which is Christ is shining through us to reach that person. So each time we do not express love to someone else, what we're doing is we're not saying that, hey, the person doesn't deserve it. We're saying the person does not deserve Christ's love. Because what we're supposed to do is be a reflector. To reflect Christ to other people. Okay? So... When we stand in the way of showing love to people and say, well, he did something bad to me. She did something bad to me. It was five years ago. It was seven years ago. And then because of that, we cannot show love or give love. We are one withholding ourselves from receiving the love that Christ has to give. All right. So because the love that we are given is not our love. We don't have love to give. All the love is in Christ Jesus. If we give any love at all, it's because he gave it to us. 
So there is nothing that we have that was not given to us by him. So we cannot be custodian of love in such a way that we can't give it. Because we have been given. So we give in return. Glory to God. Galatians 4 and verse 19. The Passion Translation says, You are my dear children, but I agonize in spiritual labor pains. Once again, until the anointed one will be fully formed in your heart. In your heart. So it's saying that the reason I'm laboring over you, the Galatian church, is because I want Christ to be formed in you. I want Christ to be the epitome of everything that you do. I want Christ to be the foundation. I want Christ to be the expression of everything that you do. I want your life to be a life that, that uh, demonstrates Christ. I want your life. You know the Bible says in Matthew, it says, I don't want light a lamb and puts it under a bushel. But he does what? He puts it somewhere high enough so that everyone can see. So the reason that you and I are chasing after Christ or the reason that you and I have been found of Christ is such that his light will shine through us to reach other people. So when I light a lamp, it's not just for me. It's for everyone that comes into the house. So when Christ's light shines on me, I realize that that light is actually for my immediate environment. First it says in Jerusalem, in Judea, and then the uttermost part of the earth. So that's how it starts. So the light of God that comes on you, comes on you first in your household, in your family. You get to your office, the light shines there. Within your community, the light shines there and begins to spread to all the parts of the world. Glory to God. So, when we say that we are Christ, what we are saying is that we are representatives of him such that his light will shine through us to reach other people. So at that point, I'm safe to say I don't really matter in the equation. All that matters is him. Because if I reflect him and everything that comes out of me is what I received from him, then I don't really matter. So it's all about him. And then the scripture that now says that if I will lift it up, I will draw men, all men unto him. That scripture now stands true. Because at the end of the day, it is Christ that matters. Glory to God. It is Christ that I preach. It's him that matters. John 5 and 39. It says, you search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me. They testify of me. They talk about me. All through the scripture, they talk about me from Genesis to Revelation. They talk about me. You search them daily, but you think in them you have eternal life. But they testify of me. They talk about me. So at the end of the day, Christ is all that matters. At the end of the day, he's the one that I preach. Glory to God. Someone say, I preach Christ. James chapter 3 and verse 13. He said, who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom who is wise and understanding among you let him show how not by speaking in tongues how not by the fact that i pray 30 minutes a day or one hour a day no how by his good conduct who is wise who is wise that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom you know, these days, it's so easy, especially in this part of the world, to think that we were designed to attain.
in spirituality. So you find believers, their every pursuit, their every drive is so that they can attain a spiritual state. That was not the design of God so that you and I should be chasing after the supernatural, chasing after spirituality. No. We were designed spiritual. We were designed spiritual. We should not have spiritual experiences that are just like encounters. Oh, if I tell you what happened three years ago, I was praying somewhere. The power of God filled the whole place. Everywhere was shaking. The building was shaking. The landlord called me. What's happening? What's happening? And the power of God filled the place. And then I look at your life. I can't see the effect of the shaking. Can I tell you in scripture what happened when, it, when, somewhere, when someone shaked at one time? Go to Acts. We sing it all the time. Paul and Silas, they prayed. Uh, 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 they sang. Uh, 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 the Holy Ghost came. Yes. But that's not where it ended. The place shook. The power of God came down. The chains were broken. The prisoners were set free. And then the Bible said, the man who was in charge of the prison was about to take his life. And then Paul said, no, we're here. And the end of the story is that that man and his family were saved. So when you have an experience in your home, you have an experience of the supernatural. You encounter something. Oh, I saw in a dream and I went to the third heavens. And when I got to the third heavens, I saw the angel Michael. And the angel Michael said to the angel Uriel. And the angel Uriel said to the angel Raphael. And, he, and you mentioned all the old things. And he finished all that and said, okay, so what happened? That's not the design of God. For you to just see that and experience that. And then that's all? No. So who is wise among you? Who has understanding among you? Let him show by his good conduct. Let him show. If you've encountered God and you say you preach Christ, there is something that should come out of you that society should be able to feel your spirituality. They should be able to know that the reason this person is here, because you are here, there's a change around us. If society cannot feel the spiritual state that we are as believers, we are on ground, we're not present. We're just there. So the essence of the grace of God that comes upon us, the essence of the spirit of grace that is released on us is so that we can find expression in the marketplace and everywhere. And then when we say we preach Christ, they begin to question our source. They begin to question and to know, okay, this expression that you are having, I need to question it. I need to know its source. I need to know why your life is different. I need to know why everybody's running from COVID, but you are not. I need to know why things are happening around. If things that happen to everybody in the world happen to us also, by what standard are we different? By what standard? Why should you accept my Jesus? If the reason you are preaching the Jesus is for the same reason I go to work. If you are preaching Jesus to me because you want a car. The same reason I want a car. You are preaching Jesus to me because you want a house. The same reason me too I want a house. How are you different from me? How are you different? 
How are you different? So when we say we preach God, he said, let him show. Who is wise? Who is understanding among you? Let him show. Let the source of what he preaches show. We are a spiritual being. Our spirituality is meant to be a lifestyle. It's not meant to be a one-off experience. Only when we come for church and then we feel the presence of God and the anointing say, oh, how was the service? Oh, the service was great. The power of God filled the atmosphere. And then we use some spiritual terms to confuse the, the, the small minds around us and then we make them feel as if, hey, that's all that there is to life. And then when you finish the bros, you'll find me 500 there. And then he's wondering, I, I, I thought there was something different about your life. Yes, I understand if, hey, you are, you are drinking Gary in a journey, but not that you are drinking Gary as a destination. No, 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 no. You can drink it as a journey, but you know it's a journey. And you know that the greater one lives inside of you. Not that that's your destination. Even when you go to borrow money, say, bros, you know what? Please, I just, I just need a thousand naira. I, I can understand if you don't have, but right now I'm just in need. That's not where I am. That's not where I am. And you know that inside of you. It's not your state. You know it inside of you. That's not where you are. The supernatural is supposed to be man's natural state. If he had not fallen, his natural state was a spiritual being. That was his natural state. That was how God designed him. And when God said, have dominion, he said it before man fell. And when man fell, he didn't lose that dominion. He didn't lose it. He said, oh pastor, but the Bible says the ground was cursed. The ground was cursed, the man was not cursed. It says the energy at which you would chase after something is what will be hard. But it doesn't mean that the thing is not there. It's right there. He said, but you will need to toil and you will need to hustle. So when you next time you tell somebody, ah, but with a hustle. Hustle is a curse. In the kingdom, we don't hustle. He said, the ground is cursed for your sake. It means that the strength and energy with which you would naturally get something will now be hard. But it doesn't mean that it's not there. So when we say we preach Christ we are saying we have a different experience we are saying we have a different theology we are saying we have a different ideology we are saying we have something different who is wise among you let him show let him show let him show we are flawed yes I understand as humans we are flawed very flawed. 100. No, if you try to get perfection from anybody, you are wasting your time. Perfection. Let me talk like, uh, what's this guy? Your God, pata pata of them all. Perfection does not live here, it lives in heaven. That one you will understand. It, it doesn't live here. So you look at people and try to get perfect behavior for somebody offends you and you're angry. Why? It's the nature of man to offend people. Say you, I will not forgive you till Jesus comes. You are only killing yourself. That's how cancer comes. I'm telling you.
us. It's forming and forming and forming. You've kept the person. Anytime you see the person, ah, my heart is just, oh, cancer is forming. You don't know. And you wake up one day, go to the hospital, say you have high blood pressure. You kept three people inside your heart. How will you, how will you not have high blood pressure? How? Perfect behavior does not live here. When you expect something from people and they disappoint you, move on. It is the nature of man to disappoint. Every human being is flawed. It's flawed. And that flawedness limits us to the weight of what we can experience in Christ Jesus. It limits us. Because we feel that because we are in this container and we are limited, we can't find expression in Christ Jesus. No! That's the design of this container. But in Christ Jesus, we are unlimited. So we should not be limited by this limitation. It shouldn't limit us. So that people experience the supernatural as a guest. The supernatural that is meant to be a lifestyle. You are not experiencing it as a guest. I remember those days on campus. Ah, we used to pray. What happened now? What happened now? I remember those days. Ah, when I used to go everywhere, I preach in the bus, preach here, preach on the street. What happened now? What happened now? What happened now? I remember those days when I used to sing. If I sing like this, everybody would just fall down. What happened now? What happened to those experiences? You're now a guest to the supernatural lifestyle of God. Let me shock you. The reason you got born again is so that you go to heaven. That is just the reason. If you think you got born again so that you make money, you are joking. You don't need to be born again to make money. You don't need to be born again to own 10 houses. You don't. So get it now. The reason you go, if, you are, if you've been harassing God, that, hey, I gave my life to you since, see how my life is. Just stop the harassment today. When he gave man dominion, nobody was born again. When he told man, have dominion, nobody was born again. How can you now limit that dominion to being born again? No. Whether you are a Buddhist, an atheist, if you like, wake up every morning and be cursing God. Dominion is on you. If you go out and apply wisdom, you will make money. Apply your heart diligently. You will succeed. Yes. You will go high in life. But then without Christ. So you will count the cost by yourself. But to now limit yourself and say, hey, father, when I was in the world, I was better. You is a lie. You are not better. You are just looking for an excuse. Laziness has entered. Laziness has entered. No, you can't say when you are in the world you are better now that in Christ Jesus everything is just turning upside down. You, you don't know what you're talking about. You have deceived yourself thinking that now that I'm in Christ I can lounge and then if I kabash the thing will come. Take it now, take it now, take it now, receive it now, receive it now, receive it now. I receive, I receive, I receive. When there was a time I was believing God for a car. I went to one um, crusade. The man of God said, take your car now. I took it. Take your car now. I took it. That month I didn't get it. That week I didn't get it. Two months after I didn't get it. He said, buy a key holder. Hold the key holder. I hold the key holder. I, the key holder rots on my hand. I didn't get the car. That year I didn't get the car. Did the man say a bad thing? No. He didn't say a bad thing. 
It's me that did not have sense. Yes, because I wasn't doing anything about it. I just said, they have said I should receive my car. I received my car. But what was, I was not applying my heart to wisdom. Nothing. Probably if someone gave me a car that time, I didn't even know how to drive. So what am I talking about? There was no step I was taking in the direction of the prophecy. Kai, there was no step I was taking. So it is not just take and receive it. And I say, oh, pastor, I said it. Then you sit down, you're 10 a.m. Ah, brother, what are you doing? I just, they wake up. Your poverty will come quick. Quick and fast. You won't be able to catch up with the poverty. When the word of God comes, take it and receive it. You take it and go and ask yourself, what do I need to do? You are holding the prophecy in your hand. What do I need to do? 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 And then wisdom comes, bam, says, start selling Akara. He says, eh, we are Akara. I start selling. God has prophesied. And in that Akara, the supernatural will move. But we're not doing anything about it. Yet we say, we preach Christ. No. That's not the preaching of Christ. He said, who is wise among you? Let him show. Let him show. Let him show. So you can't envy anybody. No. They have it today. It's their own. When you give yourself brain, you too will have your own tomorrow. You can't envy anybody. I was telling someone the other day. I said, look, I speak to anything and everything. I enter my car. is doing something. I speak to it. Even if, I'm, if, even if I'm fixing it with my money. I don't care. I'm a speaking being. I'm supernatural. My God is a talker. That's how he created the heavens and earth. And I will talk. I speak to it. Everything and everything. I have on my phone where I wrote down the things I want to get done. As they are coming to pass, I'm picking it. I'm not joking. I mean business. I mean business. Dominion is the intangible part of your design. That God said you should have is you can't see it, but it's part of your design. You can see your eye, you can see your leg, your hand. It's part of you. But there's another part of you you can't see. Have you, have you ever seen your lungs? If you've seen your kidney, lift your hand here. But it's part of you. Your dominion is also part of you. It's part of every human being. You don't have to be born again to have dominion. So when we say we preach Christ, there is an extra. We shouldn't be wanting the things that they want. It says, don't fear what they fear. Don't call what they con call a cons confederacy. It said, God alone will you fear and will you serve. Don't fear what they fear. You're not in that category. You can be a Christian and be poor and foolish, broke, busted, disgusted. And you are still a Christian. Tongue talking. When you hold the mic, Holy Ghost heal everywhere. Power is flowing. But there is no wisdom showing. So what God wants is convert that tongue talking to results. You stay on the spirit till the thing forms inside. He said till Christ be formed in you. It is Christ we are after. We are not after you. No. That's the mistake you are making. Oh, pastor, by the time my Range Rover arrives and I enter town, they will hear. That is not the reason. It's till Christ be formed in you. That is why you are different. But if an unbeliever says that, 
Christ is not forming in him. So the range can come. And it can come anyhow. He can steal money and get it. It's still range. He can do Yahoo and get it. It's still range. He said, but till Christ be formed in you. That's the difference. That's the difference. They are believers who are suicidal. Yet they are believers. Suicidal thoughts. Why? The same things that limit people in the world are limiting us. Why? They shouldn't limit us. When we recognize who we are. When we say we preach Christ. The more spiritual we are. The more society should feel us. That our spirituality should drive something to the people around us. When you talk to people, they are not empty words. Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. And those men said, when he was talking to us, our heart was burning within us. So something should be flowing out of you each time you communicate. Not empty words. And when society cannot find that, they don't only question you, but they question your source. They question your source. But, are you sure you will not find something else to do about this situation? Because it looks like your God is not responding. Is that true? That's not true. That's not true. So many believers claim superiority without superior results. We claim superiority a lot. We claim it a lot. And all people know about us is the fact that we carry a big black Bible and then we go to church Monday, Sunday, a midweek service. We go for meetings, go for rehearsals, and that's all they know about us. They don't know that in the board meeting, there's somebody with the spirit of grace and that can speak and decisions in that company, things that they are planning to do, they will get the results. They don't know that about us. All they know about us is that we have a big black Bible and we go for church. And then we spend all our life chasing after God for the same reason the unbelievers are chasing after the things they are chasing after. We want a big house, we want a bigger car, a better car. We just want to be comfortable. All about us. Someone say, I preach Christ. First Corinthians chapter 2, as I close. Verse 1. It says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellency of speech, of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness and fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. That your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the wisdom of God. Stand to your feet. Your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the wisdom of God. So that's the bottom line. When I say I preach Christ, I'm saying 
that Christ becomes the foundation of my results. Christ becomes the foundation of what I do and why I do it. So my faith is not in the wisdom of men, but in the wisdom of God. So when I came to you, I didn't come to just have some mere discussions. I didn't come with intellect. I came with a demonstration to demonstrate something. I came to demonstrate something. To show you something. That you will see a life beyond this. I came with that. I came with that. Lift your hands to heaven. Whatever state that you are in, whatever state that you are in the spirit, I want you to come to a consciousness of who you are in Christ Jesus. You are different for a reason. He saved you for a reason. Yes, primarily to go to heaven. But while you are here on earth, you cannot be heavenly useful and earthly useless. No. While you are here on earth, you have a useful assignment. While you are here, you have an assignment that is useful in the hand of God. I need you to be conscious of that. And deliberately, deliberately yield to the spirit of grace to help you help you make meaning of life and more so when you are born again no the fact that you pray is not the reason you should have money in your account no that's not the reason the fact the fact that you fast shouldn't be the reason who is wise among you let him show so your prayer should drive you to wisdom. You receive wisdom. Apply that wisdom. Men exchange value for that wisdom. Your fasting should lead you to wisdom. You apply that wisdom. Men exchange value for that wisdom. That's why when you tell somebody, ah, ah, plus how fast? See as your life is just going like this. You just tell the person, hey, katan, degu, shaha. He will not bother. He will say, just lay your hands on me and just transfer the thing. He will not bother. A Muslim came to Reverend George who used to know him many years ago. I think he used to be his landlord or something. Came to his house. Entered his compound. Eh? He saw his compound. He said, Allah Akbar. Ah. He said, really? Ah. He saw all his cars. He said, are these your cars? He said, yes. he said, Allah Akbar. He entered his house. Saw the whole place. Is this your house? George, you? Allah Akbar. The wife came. This is your wife? Ha! Allah Akbar. So the children, all of them. Ha! Allah Akbar. At the end of the day, the man said, eh. So that thing you used to say, ka, 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 ka. So this is where it has brought you. He said, yes. The man knelt down. He said, put your hand on me. Please pray for me. Then friend Joe put his hand and said, Father, I want you. He said, no, 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 no. I don't want that one. I want that one. What 
are you talking about? If you know there is a goal somewhere, ka, 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 will lead you somewhere one day. So don't make light of it. You are not there yet, but hey, you are on a journey. Oh. Don't mistake the journey for the destination. Ha! That's an error. Hey, Kaba. Don't mistake it for the destination. You are on a journey. If you cut short your journey because hey, you are not getting results that Chinedu is getting. Ah, no, no, I pity you. No, I pity you. I pity you. Let me read something to you. Psalm 66 and verse 12. He said, you have caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. He said, but you, Kande Shete Kalabaha, have brought us to a wealthy place. We went through fire. You, uh, no, fire does not mean that there is no wealthy place. Uh, what you are going through does not mean that there is no destination that is greater. He said, we went through fire. We went through water. Hey, but you, but you, God, brought us to a wealthy place. What are we talking about? You have one small challenge, and the next thing, we don't see you in church for the next one month. What happened? Say, my brother, you get a speed. It's like they tell you where we say, get a speed. Oh, they pray for us, they pray for us, they pray for us. Oh. No. See, we're not of them that draw back. No. We're not of them that draw back. We went through. We went through it. He knows. We went through fire. He was there. We went through water. We didn't give up. But guess what? He brought us to a wealthy place. It means that the, the road to the wealthy place was through the water and through the fire. But many people stop because they see the fire and they see the water. What are you saying? Is our God not able to save Listen, he said the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous, they run into it and they are saved. He did not say the unrighteous, the righteous. It means that righteous will go through something. When you are running, uh, you are running from something that is pursuing you. So as a believer, if something is pursuing you, it is not a bad thing. There is the name of the Lord. Run into it. When you get there, you are saved. As a righteous person. This is, ah, no. Ever since I became a believer, all my village would be pursuing you. Run into the name of the Lord, you will be saved. Righteous people run, but they do not run from. We run to. We run to the name of the Lord and we are we have an assurance. Something happened to you, yes, but it will come to pass. It will come to pass. The pastor, you know what I've been going through for the past five years. I don't care. It will come to pass. As long as you are a believer. Haven't you read in scripture? And it came to pass. That's the doggedness of our faith. That's the doggedness of who we are. When we say we preach Christ, we are telling the world that we are different. We may go through fire, we may go through water, but he's leading us to a wealthy place. So I don't have today. It's not the reason to reject God. It's the reason to embrace him. Because you know you, are, you will have tomorrow. If you know that you will not have tomorrow, you are free. You can excuse yourself. But if you are like me, that know that where I am is a journey. Someone sent me a, a video telling me that um, Pastor Johnson Suleiman bought his second jet. I said, yes, correct. That's good. And he announced to the church that God told him, you will have 50. And he said in that video, who won't die? Make he die. 
And I said, nice. What is the problem with the jet? The man travels everywhere. Should he be queuing for, for British Airways? No. If he wants to have 50, let him have 50. He still remains for heaven. Collect your own. Don't envy him. Collect your own. God did not say, ha, ah, sorry, Oh, Apostle Suleiman, that man is greedy. He has collected all the airplane in heaven. Sorry, eh? Will you, will you manage Keke? No! No! Some of us go to God with that mindset. Yeah, God, you have finished this house. If there's anything left, give me. No! His own blessing is different. Take as you want. Let me end this service. Let's have the communion. He has called us to rule and to reign without apology to anybody or anything. The things that limit the world and the people in the world should not limit us. Yes, we will go through stuff. But there is a wealthy place he's bringing us to. There's a wealthy place. Lift your hands to heaven. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.